Welcome everybody, this is the Motherly Blessings Legacy Passion Projection Program. This is your disclaimer. First, the following program will test your ability to stay neutral and hear the messages underlying. This material matter is not suitable for those faint at heart or those who find that they cannot truly think outside the box. The racial undertone is not meant to be disparaging in any way, shape, or form. It is merely a form of culturally diverse communication being expressed artistically, intentionally on the precipice of catastrophic, eclectic change. I'm going to title this section, Dying to Go Home. And the reason why is because many people will start to understand the correlation of care, the continuum of care, and how people of color have been disproportionately affected by the realm of reality when it comes to the medical field, when it comes to medical appointment, when it comes to professionalism, when it comes to the way that people are willing to skate or skirt or circumvent accountability by throwing up standard operating procedure when standard operating procedure is just basic common sense. The way that I got here is the way that I'll get home. The way that I speak is the way that I've learned. The way that I live is the way that you'll die. There's an interconnectivity when it comes to the way that people's lives are. The reason why I say the, the way that I lived is the way that you die is because the, the nurses and the doctors and the people that are in those medical professions, if they are living a lifestyle that is uncanny and if it, if it is unpleasant and if it, if it is biased, if it is tainted in any way, shape or form, I assure you they bury their problems. Regardless of what color they are, they bury their problems, meaning a lot of cemeteries have seen a whole lot of businesses, a whole lot of funeral homes have done a whole lot of business from a whole lot of ineptitude that has been flowing through the medical field. Now, don't get me twisted. There are people out here that are angels in disguise. You've got people out here whose eyes, you can see the sensitivity, you can see the sincerity, you can see the passion within them. And it is intricate part of their being. And I'm not speaking to those people, but I am speaking to the people that you refuse to acknowledge. I am speaking to the darker side. I am speaking to the things that people like to hide from. And it is the totality of that circle of life. It is not just the birth. It is the death part as well. And it's understanding that we all have our own tell. It is whether or not you understand the plates that actually... Uh, survive and exist across this land because of people refusing to accept the ultimate which is there is a modified medical system that works towards minorities that works towards people in certain areas as opposed to other areas and don't get me wrong because I would be singing such an awkward song when I myself would be considered a token of society considering that I've been educated in suburbia and had those opportunities. But please don't be confused by 
the things that I say because I've lost a lot. I mean, I'm still in a process of lose, okay, when it comes to when I sing the blues about the black and blues that I've been through when it comes to society and all the things that have truly touched me. But I'm still breathing. So there's a lot of things that are out here that are worth achieving, but understanding that the achievements that people are achieving right now are on the backs and the foundations of people that have laid down their lives time and time again. And if you cannot say thank you, then at least understand to appreciate my friends because life is priceless and the lessons that we learn from other people's burns is so much a part of the wisdom and the words of wisdoms from which I am trying to leave for you. you guys and thank you so much for listening to our program please remember caring is sharing so like share subscribe and let the world know that you truly care girlfriend in Jamaica and he didn't make it home um, because of his documentation. So the funniest thing about the way you get there and the way you get back is that your documentation, if it is not um, good enough, then you should never be able to leave the port of origin um, in order to get to the point of exit. However, he was permitted to travel with his identification from the port of origin to the port of access. Proceeded to be able to go and see his girlfriend, but went on upon his return, he was denied entry because his documentation was no longer considered to be uh, feasible. It was considered to be unreasonable for him to use that particular identification, even though he used it to procure his ticket, his transportation, he traveled one way, and he was returning to come back the other way, and it was already paid for. Now I'm searching for empathy and understanding for those that were involved in this particular debacle of dereliction of duty. Okay. Um, and the reason why I say it's a, a debacle is because no one can clearly understand exactly where to place the accountability when the accountability squarely falls on the shoulders of the medical team as well as squarely on the shoulders of the airport. And I'm going to explain why. Because there's an inability to acknowledge the fact that you sold a service. And whether that service is transportational, whether it is a train of thought, whether it is guidance for you to get to a particular uh, place or a venue or, or to get through, get through a particular time, you sold a service, all right? So the correct information of that service 
should be a matter of record. It states correctly that this person, regardless of their face, regardless of their the facts, regardless of the regurgitation of the non-compliant part, okay? Because there's just a an idle threat that was sitting there the whole entire time, and that is someone's going to lose their life. But what I was thinking about, the craziest thing is, when a medical emergency arises, to give anybody anything but life-sustaining measures is to automatically murder the person that you are denying care to. Especially if you know that this person already has an underlying medical issue that requires a blood transfusion, anything that requires dialysis, anything that requires um, a, anything that requires a, a time-sensitive, life-sustaining methodology should have been able to have been circumvented or should have been able to have been transferred to a different hospital so that that procedure could have happened. Regardless of who this man was, the fact that they made him retake a photo and he passed away a couple days later, okay, to get on a plane that he used in order to get on the plane previously, that's a dereliction of duty. And the duty was for you to get someone from one place to another safely and to the hospital that is out there. The fact that you chose to not procure life-sustaining medical treatment, that that man was actually in Jamaica, and that they were, and that they did not give him that those blood infusions, I think that that definitely borders along the lines of criminal, criminal, criminal suits, but not just criminal. The repercussions of the civil suits themselves at their root. There needs to be a proactive tactic that is taken when it comes to the way that people travel, the universal understanding of the what is going to be given as opposed to what is considered appointed as opposed to what is one's obligation. But a life-sustaining methodology should be a prioritized platform at all times. There is nothing greater than the loss of life. So why would we operate on a standard operating procedure that does not take that into account today? May this tragedy never happen again. To all of you out there, friends, family, or foe, I just wanted you to know that that should have never happened. And it wasn't the man that dropped the ball. It was all of the people in his environment that murdered him in the method of madness that they chose to call the sweetness of their sadness. They chose to murder a man and act like it was just a part of the master plan. It is not just standard operating procedure. That is why when we spoke long ago, I stated But this is why black lives matter.